Okay, good morning traders. Very, very warm welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, which is your opportunity uh, to try and capitalize on uh, what we hope to find some uh, decent high probability trades over the course of the trading session and, and day, the European trading session and well, more briefly today really than other days, but um, for the US trading session this afternoon. Uh, just to let you know, we're, we're, we're finishing up today for the Christmas break. We're going to take a, a couple of weeks off and be back early January. Um, so do bear that in mind. Um, we're entering kind of holiday season now for these markets. So um, we can ordinarily that would signify, you know, pr probably bland trading conditions. Um, so having a little break from these markets is 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 again it's it's like every every pursuit isn't it you you want to take a little bit of a break from it every now and then so taking a two week break is is not a bad idea it does mean you do come back somewhat fresh uh, and and somewhat focused again so been a, a, a very it feels like it's been a very long turbulent year um, I'm sure many other traders would would agree with you on that. Um, so having that break, it's going to be quite important as well. Give you a chance to, to reset. Okay, so let's move on then. We'll start, of course, with our risk warning. Just broadly be mindful of the risks involved in trading these financial markets. And um, just as a quick introduction, of course, all profitable traders, they need to consider which markets to trade. Where do we want to consistently be entering and exit, exiting these markets? How do we manage risk? trade management and trade psychology, all of very important features um, that you would need to give some thought to. And uh, we address these considerations live every day in our trade rooms, as you know, and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, disciplined with our capital, being accurate with the levels we use, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so um, so let's let's put a bit of a an overview on these markets now. Um, so today is, of course, Wednesday the 21st. We've got, I suppose, the only major news for today really is we've got monthly CPI numbers not likely to to be that explosive. I, I suppose it'll have a, more of an impact on the Canadian dollar if you happen to be trading the Canadian dollar today. Do be mindful of that at one thirty. And the only other bit of news is consumer confidence. Um, it, it's looking like the forecast is a little bit more of a a mildly positive end to the year perhaps um previously it was 100.2 now we're looking at 101 it's a very very small um positive little spin on it 70 percent of the u.s economy is consumer driven so the the confidence of those consumers is quite important if they if they're quite confident about their job and about their earnings and uh, the economy then they're more likely to go out and spend uh, if they're not confident then they'll probably save a little bit more and be a little bit more conservative. So, of course, governments, you know, they want you to spend your money uh, in the real economy. Um, and that's what keeps the wheels moving. Okay, so um, nothing of any major <coughs> concern between now and the end of the week. Uh, there is unemployment claims. We do know that the Fed are looking to, to target uh, unemployment and see... They want to see those, um, unfortunately, those unemployment claims start increasing uh, significantly and, and the unemployment rate to start going up uh, to sort of bring about that 
to take um, less pressure off these uh, these rate hikes. Um, the more people that are employment, the more money they have in their pocket, the more disposable income they have. Um, whereas the Fed are trying to bring about a bit of demand destruction. They're trying to stop people from from spending disposable income and, and the money that they've got. Um, and that's a counterintuitive argument to what I was just saying about, you know, um, uh, the confidence of traders. So they're, they're wanting to try and maintain confidence while tapering down uh, while impacting the jobs market. So it's a, it's a, it's kind of almost an upside down position uh, to take, but it, it is an important one. Uh, they're trying to bring about this soft landing, which you hear about with the US economy. And that's just really raising rates to bring down inflation, uh, which would bring about a recession. And they think that that recession on the sum that would anticipate that recession will be short and shallow and will bounce out of it uh, in no time. And um, and I suppose we'll start kicking on. Um, there's many out there that are already betting that the, the Fed will pivot their position next year. We don't think that's likely, but um, there's now this uh, this extended extended transitory theme with inflation that inflation will return back to two percent pretty quickly. Again, we're not so sure that's likely to be the case. But as always, we shall wait and see, and we'll trade. We'll trade the the, the macro developments uh, as they come. There's no other real way to 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 do that. So just be mindful of that on Friday. Um, nothing tomorrow, really. And just broadly speaking, we are in uh, holiday markets now, so don't be too surprised if we do see a huge amount of uh, indecision in these markets. Sorry, bear with me. Okay, let me bring this up on screen then. So there's not much more clarity really from, from yesterday's uh, decision making. Uh, our bias is still to the downside for these uh, yen markets. You, you may or may not be familiar with, um, with the... Um, the BOJ, that was the major event of yesterday's news. It caused a, a lot of um, uh, anxiety for these markets and, and strong moves to the downside for the uh, Japanese indices, the Nikkei 225 uh, and the yen strengthened quite considerably. And all of that happened because of this really. Um, for over 10 years now, the, the BOJ have been um, let's say keeping their, their, they've been managing their yield curve, uh, i.e. not letting it get too range bound. Um, and what they did yesterday was announce to the markets, they're going to keep rates where the way they were. Um, but as far as the yield curve, they'll allow, um, yields to actually push higher. So there's inflation is about 3.7% CPI, uh, in Japan, which is a lot higher than the 2% target. Now they think inflation will return to 2% pretty quickly. Uh, so they're not making huge changes like we're seeing across um, 
you know, the West. So it's a slightly different dynamic, but because they've allowed this, um, this sort of increase in, in yields from, from 0.25 to 0.5, uh, we'll get further upside in this market. And that's really indicating a little bit of negativity for um, markets like the, um, the Nikkei. But then if you look at Nikkei, of course, we had a, a very strong move in about 10, 10 minutes. <coughs> Excuse me. Then you get the pullback and pretty much nothing happened after that. Our, our bias is still to the downside. But um, it's going to be quite a tough little trade to get into because um, you'd want to see something constructive. And all we've seen is just marginal moves lower um, and uh, it remains to be seen whether we will get a proper move to the downside or not. So that's quite a bearish um, macro development for financial markets. We're getting a little bit of a bounce across the US indices. Uh, yesterday we were looking for further downside. We didn't really get it. Those prices weren't really able to stick so now we're, 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 we can look at these markets slightly differently. There's a bit of a theme creeping through that inflation is going to be, uh, I suppose there's, there's team transitory that, that are still in play and saying, yeah, yeah, the inflation story will come down quite considerably. We've gone from 9.1 to, to 7.1 and we'll revert back to 2-3% uh, fairly swiftly. We're not so sure that's the case. But we'd always commented on whether this market would try to finish strong between now and the end of the year. And we're wondering if that's the case. Um, so it'll be something that would be worth looking at to see what sort of moves we get between now and the end of this year. Uh, January will be a completely different um, trading condition altogether. But for the next, uh, how many days have we got? We've got five days left next week. Um, I think one of them is... Uh, if I'm not mistaken, bank holiday. So there's probably about seven trading days left uh, in this market. And we just wouldn't be surprised to see a little bit of a <clears throat> an upswing and traders just trying to push these prices as high as they possibly can. Um, not so sure it'll break these highs, the 4,100, but certainly we could get up to kind of the four $4,000 level um, after a, a pretty pretty turbulent year. Uh, a pullback from 4,800 to 4,000 actually in the grand scheme of things is not, it's not too bad. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about 18, 90% pullback. So that's very recoverable uh, in a very short period of time as well. So just, just, it's more of a, a snag. I don't think we're going to be buying these markets. I don't think we're going to trade them now at this stage uh, because they will be probably quite slow moving or they'll move at very random times of the day and things like that. So uh, unless you're you're sitting at your desk um, permanently every day, uh, it's, it's, it's probably not worth the effort at this stage. Uh, Bitcoin. Uh, still, you know, in trouble. It's a difficult market. Um, let's see if there's a bit of optimism early next year. Not sure whether they will be or not. Okay, so uh, we've got this uh, this European uh, price cap 
um, which has been negotiated. Uh, I, I think that the, the true sort of implication of it and what it means and, and uh, there seems to be Europe certainly seems to have the bases covered this winter. It's really concerns about the following winter that seems to be taking more, um, more, more energy. Uh, pardon the pun. Um, so look, a bit of bearish price action here. You can see that the price action over the last five or six days has been uh, a little bit range bound, a little bit up and down. Uh, gold. We did make that little move up to these levels, and we were talking yesterday if we were able to get up above these levels, um, we could see further upside. So we could certainly take the, the 1820. Um, just one more look at a bit of selling there around that 85, probably get a bit of short term selling. Yeah, it's it's. It's too nitpicky. Uh, so let's go with gold to the upside above the 1820. With the indices pushing higher, we'd expect a bit of softening perhaps across the dollar. Um, we can still look and discuss uh, the, the yen to the downside. So yen weakness, uh, sorry, no, to the downside for the dollar yen, euro yen, pound yen. So it's it's yen strength, isn't it? And it's uh, Nikkei weakness. Okay. So elsewhere, let's have a little look at the dollar. Is there anything jumping out at us at this point? The answer is no, unfortunately not. Um, not much movement really across the euro and the pound. Uh, we'd expect probably a little bit of short-term downside there for the for the yen. Uh, mild weakness against the, uh, the Swiss franc, the dollar CAD. We do have some news out, but it's it's kind of in this little sideways pattern now for for two weeks. Similar situation for the Aussie dollar, uh, New Zealand dollar. Okay, so the, the, the US dollar is taking a bit of a really anticipate a bit of a pause. So look, let's let's trade where there's probably a lack of fundamental drivers for the US for the US dollar now. Uh, we kind of had our major news uh, events last week. So again, yesterday was about that sort of contagious, contagion risk. Um, so we're certainly looking a little bit more positive now across the equities. Uh, potential risk on market conditions. Um, Uh, probably adopt a slightly different view 
the US indices versus the, the Nikkei. Um, uh, in fact, let's change that to three. Just want to put in US oil in here. I'm oh, sorry, gold. Um, gold looking to buy above 1820. So really, we're looking carefully at the volatility in these markets. Uh, so look, that's going to be our trade plan then. Let's post it into the chat box for you. Uh, any questions, of course, feel free to post them there uh, in your chat box. So that, those are the details. So look, we'll switch rooms, guys. We'll, um, we'll, we'll just, we'll just discuss really the themes uh that, that are likely to play out over the course of the the next uh two weeks in these markets um how much volatility and volume we're going to find in these markets is a bit of a tough one we are entering this this phase um this holiday market phase and it's always a, a difficult quite a challenging condition uh markets have been you know, looking for the next bit of stimulus to, to drive price. And uh, I think most traders are looking forward to seeing the end of this year uh, with, um, with, the, with the difficult trading conditions, uh, the, the sort of the bearish overview. So, you know, all those institutional traders that trade perhaps, you know, linked to fixed income are, are, um, are, linked to, to global indice markets and stock markets they've all taken an absolute beating all year long so how these markets finish between now and the end of the year is going to be quite interesting worth just commenting on and uh, we will be back of course uh, next uh, early january so um we're going to take that little break so we do uh, wish you all uh, a very merry christmas and uh, all the best in 2023 um the 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 market conditions all year has been built on kind of inflation expectations uh, if they get under a bit of control next year um the the probably the, the the focus of next year is going to be around recession so i think that's pretty much kind of penciled in will we have this soft landing or will we have you know some more uh, damaging economic uh, data points and will markets react uh, accordingly so no doubt next year is likely to provide some you know phenomenal opportunities we would assume so um yeah let's see what we get over the course of uh 2023 so from everyone here at the live trader guys thanks so much this is the last um pre-market trade plan session uh, for the year so we're going to have a nice little break over the christmas period we we encourage you to do the same and perhaps come back in January uh, somewhat focused and, and ready to go. Um, so it will very much be probably a pretty swift start to the year as well, we would assume. So on that note, guys, thanks so much for joining us. Take care. Merry Christmas. And uh, we'll see you in 2023. From everyone here, take care and bye for now. Um, for those of you that want to join us for the training session, we're going to switch rooms now, guys. So we'll be we'll be online now in in a minute or two. Take care. Bye bye.